Only 20% of Americans get the recommended 150 minutes of strength and cardiovascular physical activity per week. More than half of all baby boomers report doing no exercise what exercise whatsoever. And 80.2 million Americans over age six are entirely inactive. Hi, my name is Cherie and this is Life is Cherry. Hello everybody, welcome back to Fitness Friday. I'm excited, we kind of have a fun topic that we're gonna discuss today. I always talk about them being fun topics, but I just love having these topics because I wanna be able to give you guys some great information. But I'm going to bring my friend, Coach Idris on. But before I do that, I just want you guys to learn a little bit about him. Coach Idris is a National Academy of Sports Medicine certified personal trainer with 25 years experience. Idris specializes in women's fitness through NASM. He is a nutritional counselor, certified EMT and LVN. He has worked helping hundreds of clients from high school to professional athletes and housewives to CEOs of companies to achieve their weight loss and fitness goals. He is the former 2002 Mr. USA bodybuilding champion with 20 years of competition history, an Air Force military veteran where he served in Desert Storm as a combat medic. Hello, my friend, Coach Idris. How are you today? Oh, I have you muted. Sorry, hold on. <laughs> Am I muted? Yeah, sorry. I just wanted to see your face. I didn't want to hear what you had to say. <laughs> you, and, you and a whole lot of other people wish they could mute me. They're like this. Every time I'm talking to them, I just see them doing I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Sometimes we wish we had the remote like on that movie Click, you know? <laughs> How do I shut him up? <laughs> All I have to say is I had you on my show. I don't have to hear what you say, right? <laughs> I'm just over here pantomiming. <laughs> His voice got really familiar like mine for some reason, but <laughs> hey, I understand why you want to mute me, guys. Trust me. I, I want to mute me too sometimes. <laughs> so my, girl, my girlfriend will sometimes be like, I hear you talking to yourself. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I'm not talking to myself because I don't answer myself, but I got to get it out of his head. So I just, it's got to get out. <laughs> right. It's when you start answering your own questions out loud that you have to question where yeah. you're at, right? Yeah. Yeah. How you doing today, Dries? Oh, I'm doing great. Now we got a problem. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I've done that a few times, actually. <laughs> When I was a young mom, I felt really crazy because I would have to take my kids to the store because I realized that I would be at home by myself all the time and I'd kind of talk to myself. And so then when I'd go to the store, I would start talking to myself and I'm like, oh, shoot, like people yeah. are just talk to yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, it becomes a nice habit you could do everywhere. But see, people don't people don't walk away from you because at least, you, you know, it's not like you got a shopping cart, you know, and you're dragging a, a bag with, you know, <laughs> then they're like, Okay, they just talk to themselves like I do. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I, my rule was I had to bring one of my kids, so at least it looked well, like at least it looked like you were talking to him, right? <laughs> He's over there going like this. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> just keep nodding your head, son. Just keep nodding your head. Yeah. Mama got to get this out of her out of her head. But you know what my father used to say? Uh -huh. He was like, "Yeah, you talk to yourself." He was like, "Yeah, because there's nobody else intelligent enough around here to talk to." <laughs> 
Oh no. <laughs> I love that one. That was awesome. <laughs> so today I've been kind of a few different articles and this one was something that sparked my interest and this is an article that I found on the Times Magazine website and it was the seven surprising benefits of exercise so I thought this was kind of just a fun topic to talk about and get your insight on it as well um, I really loved all the studies that they did with this article and um, it's kind of mind-blowing to think about what these numbers really are saying. So I'm going to just read off one of the first like statistics that they were talking about. Um, they say only 20% of Americans get the recommended 150 minutes of strength and cardiovascular physical activity per week. More than half of all baby boomers report doing no exercise, what exercise whatsoever. And 80.2 million Americans over age six are entirely inactive. So that's a lot of people. That's kind of crazy to think that we have that many over the age of six that are inactive. That it's obvious, though. It's not. I mean, it, it's the numbers to hear out loud are probably trippy, but um, it's not surprising if you actually just look around. Like, yeah, just look around. And it's not even about it, one of the biggest problems that I've always seen is, is when I talk to people about fitness. And where they take it, and I'm, and and it might a lot of it has to probably do with talking to me about it because of who I am. Mm -hmm. But they all assume that I'm talking about doing what I did. You know, well, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I don't have. They they actually think it takes hours a day to do what I did. They'll sit there and go, you know, you. I've had people say, God, you work out eight hours a day. <laughs> like, like, and yeah, I wish I had that much time for myself. <laughs> First of all, you can't work out your dollars a day, number one. Number two, even if you had the time to do it, it would kill you. You, you can't yeah. put on muscle with, if you don't rest, right? You've got to work out efficiently and short. Like your workouts are supposed to be short and efficient, and you're yeah. supposed to be resting the rest of the time. So, you know, the, 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 the amount of, you know, for lack of a better word, ignorance about the subject is what the problem is, is most people are very, very uneducated when it comes to nutrition and fitness. Mm -hmm. They think, and, or they, and they're, they're feast or famine, either it's 100% or it's 100% the wrong way or 100% the right way. Like, yeah. like for some reason, there's no middle ground, you know, even in relationships, you know, they, everybody's this, uh, you talk to them and they'll go, well, I don't want to, <laughs> why are you single? Because I don't want nobody telling me what to do and I want to do what I want to do. So why don't you get in a relationship with somebody that doesn't tell you what to do unless you do what you want to do? <laughs> you ever thought of that? <laughs> like, yeah. like, or, you know, like taking it to the fitness level, like, why don't you learn about fitness, learn how it actually like will help you and help your body in achieving your goals and being able to have that for yourself. I, that right there, it will never work because they already know that. <laughs> right. Everybody knows what you just, I'm saying, no, I'm telling you, this is something that I've, I've, try to do with my posts and everything. Everyone knows what you just said, but they still don't do it. Everyone knows that smoking cigarettes is not a good idea, but people are still picking them up for the first time today. Mm -hmm. Everyone that gets on methamphetamine knows where their teeth are going to go after about six months <laughs> on it, and they still pick it up anyway, right? So it's not like they don't know this. So the thing is, is why? Like, yeah. why are you doing, just like I think you mentioned the other day, somebody said, um, 
I lost this weight. This happens all the time. They, they'll be losing weight. Everything's going great. And they'll go, well, Idris, do I have to keep eating this way? No. <laughs> you don't. You could stop and go back to where you were. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you don't have to keep doing this. My question to you is, why would you want to? Yeah. Why would you want to go back there? Because that food was why you, the only reason you were there was because of your lifestyle. You weren't there because God hates you. You weren't there because um, your family history. I love the family history. Well, my great grandfather was fat and his father was fat. I'm like, yeah, and all of y'all were eating the wrong way and not exercise. Like everyone is doing the same thing and you wonder why you're, it doesn't make any sense. And, yeah. and here's the thing is they know, they know what they're doing. They know how they're eating. They know they don't exercise. But but most people high five bad behavior that they're that they're also part of, and you find your group. If you find a group that all thinks doing crack cocaine is a great idea, y'all are all going to be doing crack cocaine. Yeah. And that's how you get cults. That's how you get Jim Jones situation. With think about a thousand people all agreed to drink something and kill themselves. That's pretty amazing if you think. Yeah. About it. When I was in leadership school in the Air Force. He was one of the people that they talked about as a great leader. Really? Hitler. Yeah, because they may be leading in the wrong direction, but they but they knew how to lead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, that's they just led in a bad direction. They just led, <laughs> yeah. they led to bad things. But but yeah, as far as their leadership skills, oh, they had great <laughs> leadership skills. Yeah, that it's a crazy thing because we all kind of jump on the bandwagon of, okay, we take care of ourselves or we don't. And then we support those who don't take care of themselves or we support those who do take care of themselves. And there's not a whole lot of crossover there. And there's a lot of movements going on that are body positive, but in a toxic way, right? Like, so we're starting to say, oh, we should just be okay with not feeling good about ourselves and where our health is out because we want to make everybody feel good. And really when it comes down no, to it, you no have to be honest good. with yourself. It's, it's a, it's a, the biggest lie in the world, the biggest lie in the world is tell somebody what they want to hear and it'll make them feel better. That's not true. Cause you know the truth, you know the truth. I don't care yeah. what I tell you. If I sit there, if you feel like you're unattractive, I don't care if it's obese, if it's skinny, if it's flabby. I don't care what, if it's, as, as people now, fluffy, right? I'm a little fluffy. <laughs> I, I don't know where that one came from. That was, I don't, don't want to ever be fluffy. <laughs> fluffy and chubby are the same thing. Ch but chubby can't be said now as fluffy. Oh I don't know God. how we find these. It's weird how we can take a word, change it to make it sound better, but it's the same exact meaning. Yeah. Yeah, we're okay with it. This saying it this way, not that way. But that's the world we live in. We live in a world of political correctness and it doesn't change a thing. It doesn't change a thing. Like it's not like being politically correct is making that person improve their life. Like I'm not gonna call you chubby, I'll call you fluffy. Will that make you exercise and eat right? No. You're not gonna exercise and eat right unless you actually want to do that. Like yeah. you're never going to do it just because I say the right things to you. Yeah. Like, I've never said anything mean to any, like people may not like what I say, but they don't like it because it's true. Cause if it was a lie, they wouldn't care what I said. It wouldn't even bother them. They'd be like, that's a lie. That doesn't even bother you. The truth hurts. Lies don't. You just turn those away. So if you, yeah. when you're talking the truth, people get their feelings hurt. And it's not even like it's a personal, I don't even be, sometimes I'll say stuff around people. And I won't even address them. I'll talk about somebody else and they will respond as if I was talking about them. <laughs> like, I'll be like, don't you hate when people blah, 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 blah. 
And I know this person does everything I just said. But I don't, put, <laughs> I don't say it to them. And they'll defend it. Well, sometimes. <laughs> well, sometimes people just want to have a donut. <laughs> Well, this, is what I, this is what I kind of loved about this topic today was just that it's a mindset thing, honestly. And I think that if you can choose one of these seven reasons to change your mindset and get on track for your health, for your mental health, for your physical health, then I think that use that excuse, use these reasons, you know, because somebody has to have something that sparks in their their mind to be able to want to make change happen. And usually it's when people get to their worst health condition where they make that change. But maybe, hopefully we can have one of these reasons that it'll spark an interest to maybe move Don't forward. Don't even get that. there. Don't even get there. Don't even get, I tell people all the time, you can either stop eating that way now or stop eating that way when a doctor gives you a, 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 a expiration date. Yeah. You know, you're, 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 you're pre-diabetic, you're gonna end up diabetic, and most di a lot of diabetes leads to amputations of limbs because of circulation. It's not good. And why even get there? Why even get there? And people just go there voluntarily. Nobody's making you do this. No one is making you do this. This is like an actual decision that people make to not take care of themselves. And they don't look at it that way. They call it fun. Well, Adris, you don't have fun. I'm like, who doesn't have? I've people say that to me. Well, you don't, have, you don't like to have any fun? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, eating a Twinkie is fun? <laughs> don't you dance around while you eat a Twinkie? Look. Like, you get so excited. You're like, mm-hmm. I am not eight years old like Eddie Murphy. I got some ice cream. I got some ice cream. <laughs> adults do that. I got some ice cream. You didn't get like, adults do that. <laughs> I always call it, uh, like when my daughter graduated college, she was, you know, playing basketball, you know, D1 school. She was a starting point guard. She's playing all the time, practicing all the time. When she graduated, I said, okay, hon, uh, you ain't going to be running like that anymore. You can't keep eating like you eating. Like we were at a party and she's eating pizza. And I'm like, I said, Let me, we need to talk for a quickie. Come on. Um, yeah. At some point, you need to eat like an adult now. You're not a child anymore. You need to eat like an adult, okay? Adults put weight on. Yeah. <laughs> Adults will. Now, and she took it to heart. She changed. She got her weight down, had her baby, took her weight off. She's pregnant again. As soon as this is, she'll take her. She's still working out at the gym five days a week. I love so it. So she, she took it very seriously, and I'm glad she did. But I didn't force her. I just had a little kind. And, I, and I've never forced my kids into fitness. And this whole thing right here, exercise is great for your brain. Yeah. When you go to, to the Betty Ford Clinic, they told me what they do with anyone that comes in there is the first thing they do is they put them in the gym. No matter what their addiction is, they put them in the gym. Because the endorphins that you get from lifting weight that you and I know very well is what they're, they're looking for a high. They're looking for a high. All of that stuff in your brain is positive. It's all positive. It's all positive. And then the next one on that same list of seven surprising benefits is you might be happier. It says you might get happier. Now, that, now I'm glad they put it that way. I'm glad they say you will, because that's not true. <laughs> I actually love that one. I was reading through it and I was like, you might be happier. <laughs> and also you Maybe might age. First, when you it also says you might age slower. Because there's they're very smart because there's other factors that lead to happiness. There's other <laughs> factors that lead to slow aging. So, but this, this is one of the things that can help, but it's not the, you know, it's not the end all be all because 
your lifestyle has a lot to do with it and your company has a lot to do with it and your, yeah. you know. Well, we actually had one of our Facebook listeners actually make a comment. I'm going to add it to the screen. Um, I want to know the names. I don't like how it doesn't show me. I know names. it doesn't say uh, But yeah, I mean, really, it's all about the mindset and being able to make that change for yourself. And that's kind of what I've been talking a lot about lately because I want people to understand that because people ask me about how hard it is for me to stay on a program, like how hard it is for them with all the stress and everything in life. Right. But I think that that's the biggest thing, you know, so I want to go through like each of these and just kind of have a, a short conversation about each of these. So the first one was that exercise is great for your brain. And one of the things that they said is it's linked to, oh, sorry. It's linked to less depression, better memory, and quicker learning. Studies also suggest that exercise, as of now, the best way to prevent or delay onset of Alzheimer's disease and major fear, a major fear for many Americans. So to even think about that, you know, like how scary, if you've ever had any loved one go through any of those diseases where they lose their memory, it is one of the hardest things to deal with because somebody still has to take care of them. You still have to have them in your home and it creates so many hardships. And so being able to have that for, I mean, who doesn't want to be smarter, right? Who doesn't want to have their brain work the right way for them, you know? See, we talk about our, we talk about history in this country and people, you know, and it's, it's, it's true. You know, we talk about how obese the na this nation is. Um, it's very obvious, right? Did we have people go, well, there's video games. I don't care how many video games they make. I don't care how many apps they put on television. It doesn't mean you, that doesn't mean you have to succumb, succumb to all of it. I don't care how much food they put in front of you. It doesn't mean you have to eat it. These are all choices. You're choosing to do nothing. You're choosing to sit down. You're choosing to eat too much food that puts weight on you. No one's making you, we're a rich country. Think about that. We're a rich country and we can't even control our pleasures because these are basically just pleasures that we get in this country and we lose total control over it. But we blame the people who make the product like McDonald's never told you to buy eight burgers, but you bought eight burgers. But you <laughs> they never told to you to supersize it, right? Like that supersize yeah, super thing. Like people was like, but I'm like, I go to the same McDonald's you do. <laughs> I go to the same places you do. How come I don't do? How come I don't have the issues you have? Because a decision that I make has nothing to do with my genetics. I'm like, I'm not supposed to be eating all of these fries. So I'm going to only eat some of them and share with somebody. Yeah. Whatever it takes, I'm going to share. So this is the, the thing about mindset that I, I don't think people quite understand is you have total control over what you do. Yeah. Unless somebody can shove the, you know, I, I, unless somebody shoves their hand up your ass and makes you a puppet, <laughs> you have total control over what you do, how much you eat. Don't tell me about your parents telling, oh, my parents put a lot of food on my plate, told me to clean my plate. So you now that you know that's a bad idea, why are you still doing it? You yeah. know, it's a, when people say that to me, I'm like, okay, so you know that's a bad idea, why are you still doing it? Yeah. If you know it's a bad, you're an adult now. You want to blame your mother for this? You want to blame your mother for the fact that you haven't stopped doing a bad habit that she taught you? Because I got news for everybody out there. Your parents taught you a lot of stuff. And a lot of it, some of it might not have been that great. I guarantee you, you don't do all of that stuff. 
I bet you're hanging on to what you choose to hang on to. Yeah. You ain't 100%. doing all of it. So <laughs> mindset, mindset, mindset. Yeah. Mindset. Something that I have to do, and it's kind of a, it might be stupid, but maybe it helps somebody out there. But when it I. Helps, it you, they, it can help somebody else. <laughs> but one of my kids, like whenever we go and they have like a cookie or something, or like they're wanting some dessert and I get it for them or something. Right. I tell myself instead of eating that with them or going out with friends and eating something or having something that they're having, the thing that I tell myself is I'm like, okay, I am very blessed in my life that I know that when I want to have this, when I'm not trying to get to a certain level in my fitness, that I can have at any time because I have the money to go buy it for myself at any time. And so just like telling myself that, that like I have the choice of when I have my food or when I have these certain things, like for some reason, it just helps me in my brain to be able to say no at the time and say, you know what, this is for a later date. And saying that it's at a later date doesn't mean I'm going to go back to all my bad habits. It's just saying, you know what, when I choose that I need to have a cheat day, kind of like we talked before, like plan it out and say, you know what, and not have it be in the moment eating and Eating in your, in your, during your journey, that's the best way to do it. When you're trying to get somewhere, when you're trying to lose weight, this has to be more. First of all, the reason that most people, you know, the tr this is just the truth. <laughs> and this is not a, you know, I'm not doing an advertisement for my business or anything. It's just true. Most people have no clue of how food affects them. Zero, zip, zilch. Yeah. They don't understand it, okay? They mm -hmm. do diets. They do all these stupid things. They blame it on this. The bottom line is understanding the process of this oatmeal. Once it goes, once I put it in my mouth and what happens, most people don't understand it. That's the main reason people struggle is because they don't understand nutrition. Even a lot of nutritionists don't base it off of fitness. They base it off of health. A lot of nutritionists, their job is to give you a healthy diet. That doesn't has nothing to do with building muscle, has nothing to do with losing. It has nothing to do with that. It's yeah. about a balanced diet that, you know, it's not going to put a bunch of weight on you. But as far as being fit, it's not really designed for that. Yeah. You have to actually learn sports fitness, sports nutrition, how it, how the food, like with you, how I, why I'm giving you this food. And it's based off of how I'm training you. You're yeah. training this way. So you're eating this way because you're an ectomorph. You're a white female. You're 40 years old. You're tall. You're, you know what I'm saying? Like all of those gender, your gender, your race, your height, your body yeah. type, all of that stuff dictates what food I decide to give you. Yeah. No one's basing their diet off of that, right? They're basing it off of calories. Well, I'm going to do a 1,500 calorie diet. Oh, you can do 1,500 with a slice of chocolate cake, or you can do five, <laughs> five, chicken, five chicken breasts, some potatoes. And I've done that breasts. before in diets. <laughs> right. so, so you don't know enough, guys. I'm sorry. Y'all don't know enough to do this in, a, in, a, in an intelligent, productive way that's going to actually work and then sustain it after you get the weight off. So on your way down, if you don't really understand food, how are you going to have cheat days? You don't even, you, you're, you're probably cheating already. You're probably cheating already. Cheat days are for people who actually are making great progress the right way. They're losing weight, keeping their strength, getting stronger as they lose weight, only losing body fat, not muscle. Body mass is changing. And then every now and then you kind of like, God, I just want something different. I just don't want, I want, like people used to say after me after a contest, I bet you just want a steak. Or I'm like, no, I can have as many steaks as I wanted. <laughs> I want something completely opposite of everything I've been doing. Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> cheesecake. That's, that's the thing that I've loved about like the program that you've been doing with me is really it's in all these conversations is I I'm just learning so much, but like to have the knowledge that you have to be able to give to me to have the results that I'm having, it has been amazing. And that's Thank what you. I think a lot of people lose on is they just don't know how to do that on their own. So they think that to, never works. I had to learn. I learned, I learned through trial and error. I made mistakes. I did contests and didn't look like I wanted to. And I would get on stage and like, I don't look like that dude. I know I don't look like him, but I wasn't, but I, I'm not a quitter. I'm not the type of person that's going to go, Oh, I was like, if he did it, I can do it. So I just need more information. I just need more information and yeah. discipline. Part of it. Everybody's like, Oh, you have discipline. We all have discipline in what we choose to have discipline in. Yeah. I think when people say you, I got more discipline. That's a lie. I do not have more discipline because there's certain things that I do not like to do. And I don't do. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you need to do that. You need to <laughs> you get over here, but you ain't so great over there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we all have discipline and what we decide to have discipline in. So yeah. you have to actually want change. You have yeah. to actually want it. Like for real. Like, you know what? This is what I tell everybody. You this will be this will become very easy the day you say to yourself. I don't live that way anymore. Yeah. I live this uh, way. That's what you have to say. Yeah. If you can't say that, a smoker has to say that to stop smoking. An alcoholic has to say that to stop drinking. A drug addict has to say that. A criminal has to say that. And a foodie has to say that. Y'all all have to say, this way of life does not work for me. It, yeah. it never has. I've never been happy looking like this or feeling like this. I want to look like that. I want to feel positive. Like you have to actually make a mind conversation with yourself that this is no longer who I am. It becomes yeah. so much easier to do when you do that. But when you're <laughs> constantly saying, I had a person the other day saying, um, oh, she she got away from this guy and she's like, oh, and he's going to come, he's in jail. And I know when he comes out, he's going to come after me and I'm weak for him. And I'm like, well, if you keep saying you're weak for him, yeah, you're going to go back. Like, cause you keep, you keep saying it. Yeah, you got to train your brain to believe that you're worth something better in this life, right? And I think that's really what it comes down to is just like having the belief that it's possible for you and believing that it's you're worth it and you're worth that change in your life. And a lot of times people just can't get past those two things in their mindset. And I think that's like the growth mindset when you're ready to grow and make a better version of yourself that's when you'll have that change. And unfortunately it does come for people when they're in the worst help and they're at the point where they have to make the change or else, you know? I, and it's a bet. I'm telling you guys, I always say you can either control your eating now or control it later, but it's worse later. It's yeah. way worse. Like when people who get those, those surgeries, the lap band surgeries and those kind of surgeries, at some point, yeah, you got to do it. You know, if you're four or five hundred pounds, it's virtually impossible to, to you know, to do what you got to do. To do cardio, it's hard. But you should never, first of all, you should have never got there, number one. You should have never let yourself go that far. I can understand being 30 pounds, 40 pounds overweight. At some point, you were going, this is, mm, mm, at some point, right? If you don't say to yourself, I'm not doing this. If you don't actually say those words, I know I'm in a bad place. I know I'm handling stress the wrong way. A lot of people say I eat because I'm stressed. I'm like, no, you eat because that's how you're handling your stress. You yeah. don't have to eat. You don't have to do that. I Like me, I don't eat when I'm stressed. When I'm uh, in a bad situation, or I don't eat anything. I lose weight. 
But I also know I can't, that's not good either, right? So I'm like, oh, that's how I know what level of stress I'm at actually is my relationship with food is it's like I get to the first level of stress and I start eating everything in sight, right? And then I get to the next level of stress and I don't eat anything. So I'm like, I know my level of stress by whether I'm getting eating worse. Or not. You're getting worse because now, yeah. And, and so you uh, have to know yourself. You have to own yourself. Like a lot of people don't yeah. even own their own their, their own actions. They blame everybody else for their actions. No, no one's making you do this. You're making yourself do this. The stress isn't even making you do this. This is how you're handling your stress. There's a multitude of ways to handle stress. This is what you're doing. You're not doing a healthy way of handling your stress. Yeah. So no, you're just like people say to you, how do you do it? You... <laughs> When I did, when I, one of my first contests, the first contest I ever won, I had a 12 year old and a two year old at home, nine to five job, inside sales. I was getting four hours sleep a night. I go, no, I'm five and a half. I get up, go to bed at 11, get up at 4.30 every day for this kind. Yeah. Doing an hour cardio in the morning, coming back, getting ready, getting the kids. For I mean, it was just, and people were like, oh my God, were you tired? Yep. <laughs> I think was you just hard? described my life literally right now, actually. <laughs> was it hard? Yep. And I go, but I did it anyway. And they go, and that's what they don't understand is mm -hmm. the best things in life are hard to attain. Yeah. The best things in life? You think a millionaire became a millionaire because it was easy? No, it wasn't easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you look at these people who are the Kobe, LeBron. None of that is easy. Mm -mm. None of it. And everybody sees you at the end. Like they saw me on stage winning the USA and they're like, wow, well, last time I saw him, he was only 20 years old. I'm like, yeah, but you didn't see everything in between. You didn't see the injuries and the mistakes. And I got fat. One time I got, I thought I was big, right? I thought I was big. And I stood next to a pro body, but I was like, and I took pictures back in the day when you got to get them developed. Yeah. I couldn't wait to get him developed. And I looked at that picture, I almost started crying. I was like, you're just fat, dude. You're just fat. <laughs> but everybody around me was like, hey, big guy. And I was like, yeah, I'm big guy. I'm big guy. <laughs> I'm like, no, dude, you fat guy. And I had to drop, I dropped 20 pounds and started and went, did it again. So yeah. all of this stuff that people think I don't know, I don't understand because of my, because they, they did just see the end result. They act like there was no beginning. Like I didn't go through any of these same things. I went through yeah. every single thing, every emotion you've gone through and everybody else. Except, yeah. and I know, and I know how I changed my mind, my mindset. I know how, you know what I'm saying? I know how I got here and I got here doing the same thing, making mistakes, but never quitting. The one yeah. thing that I never did was quit. I would just yeah. search out new information, find people who knew more than I did. Find people that could prove to me that they at least knew what they were talking about. And even though I kept finding more, you know, once I got with this guy and I learned what I could, then I met the next guy who knew a little more and I met the next guy a little more. But everybody that I met, I got something from. I gleaned something from these people. And that's what people don't do. They just, they, they get information from somebody. It's bad information. And then they quit assuming everybody's going to give them bad information. Yeah, they just want to have the answer to their problem, right? Instead of actually wanting to learn the process and learning how to get there. And I actually had a friend on Facebook. Um, she's actually one of my best friend's sisters. And I was looking at Facebook and I saw her family picture and I was looking at her family picture and I was like, did she get divorced from her husband? Like, that's a different guy that she's with, right? So I clicked on it and I looked at it and it was her husband. He had always been this big guy. 
And he never believed that he could ever be anything different than that because everybody kept telling it, like calling him, oh, hey, big guy, you know? So he just, in his head, since he was a young kid, believed that that's who he was. He identified with being the big guy, right? And then he had a mindset change because he wanted to better his health. And I think he lost like 190 pounds or something like that. Like I did not even recognize him. That was the crazy thing. I literally thought that she had gone and divorced him and married somebody else because he did not even look like the same guy. But to be able to be in that place where you like can't even believe or imagine that you have a different life. Well, I guarantee you, I guarantee you too, if you ask them, that relationship was really tough until he lost the weight yeah. because your attitude, the next, what does the next one say? It says uh, can, it, it, it could it might get you happier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I definitely feel happier, but <laughs> it makes you a, it can make you a whole lot happier because you're yeah. not self you're not self loathing anymore. Self loathing is the absolute worst thing to deal with with somebody. Insecure yeah. as bad as an insecure person or a jealous person is a self a person who self loathes is even worse. Because you can't make a person that self-loathes happy. There's nothing you can do, nothing you can say. No, I'm at a, no diamond is big enough. No car is nice enough for someone who hates, who doesn't like themselves. Because yeah. they're gonna be like, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve that. I don't deserve anything good. I don't deserve a good marriage. I don't deserve these kids. Like the the conversation that people have inside their head. I, I tell everybody, the only reason you're the way you are is because what's going on between your ears. Period. It ain't physical. It ain't, it's all between the ears. You want, like right now, Bailey's, you know, she's going to do, I got two girls doing contests in, in December. Oh, uh, are Bailey's you? Doing, yeah, Bailey's doing. You'll have to doing, share them and I'll share them with everybody because I, I yeah, to yeah, that's, yeah, she, yeah, she, she's, and it's, it's great. She's a great example because Bailey is 27 and Jennifer's 20, is 52, I think, 53. And uh, she's done, she's competed before, but she never looked like she wanted to look. So I'm going to take it to that next level. But, um, to, to, to talk to Bailey is, is different because she's younger. She's never done a journey like this. Yeah. And like the conversations like over the last few weeks, because we talked about it off and on. And as she started leaning out and look, liking her body, she's like, you know, I think I want to do it. So she finally talked herself into wanting to do it. Uh -huh. And now she's on cloud nine with it, right? Just excited and all this. Uh -huh. But she's also stressing herself out about the outcome, about the, about the, fi the final, you know, how she's going to look on stage. Yeah, and the whole time I'm trying to like bring her down. I'm like, calm down, calm down. You know, well, what if this? And she's asking all these questions. I'm like, don't worry about these things. Just I need you to do something. Then finally, yesterday, <laughs> let me say, I can just tell you. She goes, um, because she she's she's she was she wasn't dropping weight. And I'm like, you're not dropping weight because of the stress you keep putting on yourself about this show. I said, that's my job to stress about the show. <laughs> Let me stress about the show. Let me do that. You just do what I tell you to do. Just be a dummy. Just be a dumb robot. Because <laughs> you don't know what. Because you don't know what to do anyway. It ain't yeah. like you're gonna make changes. You have no clue, right? I said. So since you have no idea what to do, where to go, how to turn left, I, that's my job. Let me control this whole thing, and you will be fine. Because I know what to do, but we just have to get there before I make the changes. I can't just. Say, okay, at six weeks, we're going to do this. I don't know what you look like at six weeks. We have to get to six weeks first. So, <laughs> so, she's, so she's like, you know, um, 
she finally dropped weight. She was like, I couldn't drop weight. And I go, I keep asking you to stop stressing and just let me handle, handle it. Mm -hmm. Your stressing is going to, you stressing isn't going to help. It's only going to hurt. Yeah. And she goes, you're, you're, she goes, you're right. Okay. You're, uh, you're freaking right. No more stress. I'll just let it happen. <laughs> you know, because she can't, and I'm like, you're making this worse by the stress that you're creating. Cause stress yeah. makes you hold water. It increases your cortisol levels. So you have to be relaxed. You have to, and that's why a good trainer is, is you can't beat a good trainer because a good trainer is going to take all that off of your shoulders. All you got to do is follow. Yeah. And, 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 and that's all you have to do. And that's the, the benefit. A lot of people don't get the benefit of a trainer. A lot of people complain about the money. And I'm like, do you know, like you can make a four or $5,000 investment over a six month period to last a lifetime. You tell me where you can spend $5,000 going to last you a lifetime. It's really not that the investment is really not that high, but yeah. people don't look at it that way. I'm like the happiness that she feels watching her body change, the happiness. You can't put money on that. Most of my clients go, honestly, you should charge more. Like you really are. You should really charge. <laughs> don't charge me more. Don't charge me more. <laughs> yeah, because they see the value in what you're providing, right? How many times do we want something out of life and we spend our money on it and we don't have any don't value that comes from it, right? And you're providing the value that they are looking for. And I, I love hearing that from her. I think that's awesome that she... Because I think that's a great story, too, just because how many of us do stress and we have a hard time with like losing weight or being where we want to be. And it's not just the eating, the stress, like what you're saying, holds on to that water. And we just don't know. We don't realize that that's what's causing it, you know, and and I've been there. I've been in stressful situations where guess what? If you're stressed or you're in depression, you sometimes can't even get up to go to the gym or you don't you even have a desire. You make bad decisions when you're depressed. Yeah. Like nothing good comes out of a depressed decision because you're not in a happy place that you like when I made that decision, you know, in relationship, but I was depressed and I was like, I'll never let another woman hurt me. I ruined. I mean, not that the relationships would have worked, but I was completely not available for them. So yeah. I can't even judge that. How can I judge them when I was not even in the right frame of mind, right? Yeah. So, so for 13 years, I just spun my wheels in relationships until I realized what I said 13 years ago affected 13 years of my life. And I forgot I ever said it. I forgot I even said it. So people don't realize these words that they, that's why I told them, if you keep saying that you're weak for this person and this person has this control over you, then they actually do. Yeah. Or yeah. you can say, you know what? No one has control over me. Food doesn't have control over me. Drugs don't have, no one has, no one has control over me. I can tell you that right now. I am totally responsible for my happiness every single day. And every day I'm not happy. No one's happy every day. That's a yeah. lie. I just yeah. want, I just want to be happy in a relationship. All relationships have happy moments, but it ain't completely happy. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> they have happy yeah. moments. So, so when it says here, it makes your skin look better. I want to talk about that one. Okay. <laughs> because your collagen level goes up when you lift weights and you exercise and collagen makes the skin tighter. That's why they have all these new collagen products products. I love that you're saying that because the collagen products are like a big thing that people are talking about right now. And I get a lot of yep. questions about that. So yep. I love that. Expound on that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, it's just, that's what happens when, when you're, because when you lose body fat, the subcutaneous fat, the skin comes closer to the muscle, which means your skin is tighter. Okay. And that and they increase, that's what lipo does, smart lipo. When they go in there, that heat, that heat that it's created from working out, 
and from and from liposuction creates the, the skin tightness. That's why when you lose weight without working out, you become flabbier than if you were working out and you lose the weight. Like when my girlfriend lost the weight and then all of a sudden it wasn't as attractive to me and she noticed, she was like, wow, you're not looking at me the same. I'm like, you ain't looking the same. <laughs> and, and she was like, what do you mean? I was like, I told you, if you lose weight without working out, it doesn't look right. It doesn't look the same. Yeah. I said, everything is getting saggy on you. You're, you're, you're in your 40s, man. Like, yeah. that's, I can see that when you're 60s and 70s, but in your 40s, that's not, to me, that's not old. I know everybody wants to act like it is. No, it's not to me. To me, 40 is not old. No. Okay. Hell, shit. You just started drinking 19 years ago. <laughs> Stop acting like we're so old. <laughs> so, uh, at least allowed. You're allowed to drink 19 years ago. Yeah. Um, so, so I, so she, I told, and then she goes, wow. So she put some weight back on, and then she was like, and then she started noticing my look changed again, and that's what putting weight on. I was like, because you look healthier like this. You yeah. don't look sucked up and drawn up. Everybody's body is different. Just that's why weight doesn't matter. I don't care what you weigh. Do you look healthy at the weight that you that you're at? That's all that yeah. matters. Yeah. So, so that whole thing about looking younger—that's also part of the skin tightening thing. That's why a lot of people. Yeah. Look, you look at people. I met Jack Lane when he was ninety. I think he was ninety-four years old backstage at the Arnold when I did the Arnold in 05. He the same size. He wore the same clothes. Everything that he wore in the fifties. His energy was the same. He was like, "How you doing, young man?" I mean, he had this energy about him. I was like, damn, man, this guy is no joke. You know what I'm saying? Like, love that. 80 something <laughs> years old, the same energy, the same vigor, the same, you know, that's what happens when you take exercise and make it important in your life. You will never, I've never met a person that got in shape and regretted it ever. Yeah. I've always met people who got into shape and lost it and regretted it or never got in shape and regretted it. But I've never met a person who <laughs> So think about that. If if no one ever regrets that, saying no to those foods, saying, you know, I'm just not doing this anymore. No one regrets it. Like even her, we went through this whole thing with her and women. You freaking crazy women, crazy women <laughs> on my mind. <laughs> but she goes, but I, I've, been, I've been dealing with this with female clients for years, for decades. When women start changing, some of them, all depending on your company that you keep, She's like, you know, I'm not drinking as much. And they're getting on me because I'm not drinking. I'm not eating that way. And they're getting on me. They're like, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And I'm like, now, if you were an alcoholic, they would never tell you to stop drinking. But the minute you stop drinking, they ask you why you stop. <laughs> and you're getting fat. No one says, hey, Cindy, um, you're putting a little weight on. They just let you blow up and they just tell you it's okay. But if you start trying to lose weight, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? That's unhealthy. Like, yeah. how can we all support each other? on the wrong side of things instead of supporting each other on the right side. And that's what she was going through. And yeah. she was like, Andres, I don't get it. And she was getting, and she was upset about it. And most of the people that they go through this, they were upset. They're like, I can't even hang out with my friends because they give me a hard time that I'm trying to do, that I'm trying to eat healthy. I said, what you got to, and I, I said, what you got to do is this. Actually, I told another woman this on the phone the other day. I said, what you got to do is this. You got to ask them, okay, if I was a diabetic, would you be complaining about me not eating this? If I was an alcoholic and had or had liver disease, would you complain that I'm not drinking? No. So why do I have to have those diseases for you to leave me alone? <laughs> right. I'm trying to prevent these diseases <laughs> before they come about. You should be supportive of that. And so she goes, well, why do they do it? And I said, well, I've been thinking about that for years. 
And the only thing I can come up with is by you doing that, you're in their face about what they're not doing. Yeah. 100%. They're sitting there going, I should be doing yeah. that and I'm not doing it. So their own personal guilt, all of a sudden, they want to infiltrate your world and make you stop doing something so they don't feel guilty about what they're not right. doing. Instead <laughs> of joining the party, instead of going, you know what? I need to do that. What are you doing? Let me uh, let me talk to your trainer. Instead of doing that, they want you to go their way. Yeah. <laughs> come come get in my boat because my boat is way more fun than yours, right? Yeah. Like, oh, you don't have any fun. Oh, you don't have any fun. I can have fun without drinking. Why can't you have fun without drinking? Yeah. And if how much more fun that. am I going to have when I go to the beach and I can wear the swimsuit that I want to wear? How much more fun is it going to be when I can climb the mountain and not be tired and spend time with the people? People I want to spend time with. How know? much? Like, how much fun do you think it is that I had my wardrobe just expanded because <laughs> I look the way I look now and I fit clothes the way I fit clothes now yeah. and I can put on stuff that I couldn't put on before. Like they, the, what they find joy in is so temporary. They yeah. find joy in that little temporary pizza and how it made you feel while you were eating it. Because ten minutes after you eat it, that whole emotion goes away. Like yeah. why did I do that? You know, yeah. you look down. They don't think about when you are saying no to certain things, when you are diligent and your your happiness and your joy goes on for days and days and weeks yeah. and because you every time you get on that scale, every time you look in the mirror, every time you put an outfit on, it looks like you want it to look. You're like, damn, I look good. And that's a feeling that like I never want to give up. Like I, I seriously like that has been kind of the craziest thing for me because like when I made these goals when I was 35 to be able to get in the health level that I'm trying to get at, I didn't even really know it was possible because I had never had a six pack before. Like right now, like I, I'm, I'm, I was a mama, so I have extra skin on my stomach. So when I lay down, I can actually see my six pack coming through. Right. It's when I stand up that I'm like, okay, skin, like, but here's like, the thing you can, but see, and I, and, and, and this is what you have to do. Cause I'm weird. I mean, let's be real. You're going to have loose skin if you had pregnancy, right? That's okay. Get in great shape. There's always a tummy tuck surgery that you can have. That's that's not. It's less evasive the, the leaner you are, right? So lean out, get to where you want to be, and then have your little surgery done to 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 cap it off. There's nothing wrong with that. Like I don't get it. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Do yeah. all the right things. I, like I would have people doing stuff and they wouldn't lose weight. And I'm like, well, we're doing all the right stuff. Maybe there's something else going on. And it would be a, th a thyroid issue or pancreas. Issue. There'd be some other issue. Soon as the doctor gets that right, every, they keep losing weight. So you got to at least do your part, the eating yeah. right, the training right, the, the, the mindset positive. I'm going to move on to another one too, because we, we're getting close and I know you want to. It says, um, which one? It can help you oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Amazing things can happen just in a few minutes. I don't know what they mean by that. <laughs> um, I do know that when one of the main things I do with people, especially beginners, is I want to show them quick successes. So either with weight loss or with strength, one of the two. And women are really, really big on seeing strength gains. Like women love all of a sudden going, hey, that was pretty cool. Like, <laughs> like push-ups. Like I could never do a push-up. Now I'm doing 10 push-ups, you know. Yeah. Women love that. So those are usually either it's a weight loss thing that I try to get right away or strength gain. So they can see right away, okay, I, I'm on the right track. I made the right choice. That's why most of my clients lose weight within the first week or two. 
because I know how to, I'm, first of all, I'm changing everything you're doing anyway, right? So that's that's not really that hard to do for me, but I want them to see something and give them kind of a positive to, to, to get their mind in the right place. Because there's going to be a time when the weight loss slows down. You know how it is, plateaus. And, and I try to break, I try to keep plateaus from happening by varied workouts and constantly staying on top of the diet, but they happen. It happens. Yeah. Um, but that, that's what that is. I, I think maybe that's what they mean. So when I was reading it, it was actually, they did a study of having like a high intense workout or an average workout that people do in like 50 minutes. And they found that actually the person was getting the same results in that 10 minute workout that was more like high intensity. So I think kind of what they're going down that road is kind of like what you talked about in the beginning to be able to have more intentional workouts instead of having to spend eight hours at the gym, being able to create that time in a smaller amount of time and just those short wins that you're talking about too. Like, I think those are huge and you see results right away. Like how many things can you do in this life where you're going to see results that quickly within a month? You can go from nothing to, to doing awesome things in six months. You ain't doing that nowhere else in life. You yeah. can't establish a great marriage in six months. You can't establish a great child, you know, raising your kids in six months, a career, nothing. But in this, you can actually see major change in six months. Like, yeah. like Tony, I got Tony right now. She just did a video about, you know, because I'm training online. A lot of people go, well, how's online training? I'm like, it's just like me standing next to you, except I'm not standing next to you. <laughs> as long as I can see you, it's no big deal, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like lost. I think she's she's down to the weight she was five years ago. And we're just going back. I'm like, when's the last time you lived this weight? Five years ago. Same thing with Angela. When was the last time you do this, this weight in 2013? Like, yeah. and I love hearing that because I see the joy in their faces as they're hitting milestones that they couldn't hit. They just they, they weren't going there. So you know what's that, weird? That, that's you thing hear, that makes you feel good. So you want to hear the last time I was at the weight that I'm at now? High <laughs> school, probably. Uh, actually, eighth grade. Eighth wow. grade. And the only reason I know that is because I had dieting going on in my home growing up all the time and I kept track of it. And I remember my mom had kept like a box of all this stuff that I had in my personal items from when I was younger. And about five years ago, I was going through through it and I was looking through and I found my sheet that I wrote down when I was in eighth grade, what I weighed and what I ate for that week. You know, like it was my weekly sheet of what I was doing. That's actually pretty cool to to, to be able to look back and see what you weighed, what the how the food was affected. Because that's all it is for me is your weight tells me how your the food you're eating is affecting you. That's all it is. Your lean muscle tissue and your weight tells me this food is creating this. I need to change these things to create this. That's all. That's all. That's all I do as a as a diet as a as a trainer is I go. This is what they're doing to get here. What do I have to do to get them there? And yeah, and my body is completely different too. I mean, the muscle that I'm gaining. I mean, well, I never ever looked like I look right no, now. No, you were right a now. child. You had baby fat. That was just weight. That was yeah. That, that's why a lot of people go, "Oh, kids." I'm like, most kids aren't fully developed yet, so it's not yeah. it's not a baby fat going on. Once yeah. you get over 28, 29, 30, and you lean out, you got to get rid of baby fat. Like, yeah. that's what Bailey's going through right now. I go, Bailey, you have baby fat that you've never gotten rid of. That's I what love we that you say that because I, when I got into, like, my early 20s and, like, college years, like, I still had that. Like, that was still something that I dealt with, you know? And, and I thought it was just me and it was, like, something that I had to do, you know? But really, I just Everybody. had to lean out. Like I had to, too. It. 
Yeah. When I, when I was competing, I finally, a guy finally leaned me out all the way and then all that baby fat was gone. And yeah. that was 30, 25 or something like that when, it, when we did this. Like people don't understand baby fat doesn't go away just because you get older. <laughs> you know, my thought was always like growing up that, you know, once you hit 18, right? Because I like, I kind of knew that I still had like the chubby cheeks for being a baby and everything, mm -hmm. but it didn't happen for me till I was probably in my thirties. Like when I started to like realize how my body was changing, that's when I think I saw like the big change with that and taking that out. And so that's what I always tell people. I'm like kids, when they go through puberty, that's when they kind of hold on to that weight. And sometimes it doesn't go away till they're- You, do, you have to make it go away. You have to do, yeah. you have to actually lean out. Um, yeah. I know the time is ticking. And it's just, and the one here I can, I can, well, it shrinks your fat cells. That's, you know, that's basically the whole premise of exercise and diet. <laughs> the fat cells hold water. The, the more water in the fat cells, the higher your body fat, shrink the fat cells with your diet and exercise and you lose weight. That's pretty much all weight. Like I, I've said that before. People go, oh, I gained, I lost weight, but it was just water weight. And I'm like, well, unless you get a limb cut off or an organ removed, what else could it possibly be? <laughs> <laughs> like you're not losing body parts. So it's obviously just, it was water when it came on and it's water coming off. Yeah. Um, but the major illness, recover from major illness. One of the things my doctor said to me when I had my neck got broke and I had all that, and they were like, if you weren't in the shape you were in, you would be way worse. <laughs> yeah. And it's because I've been lifting weights for so many years. My body was strong enough to tolerate my, a cracked neck for 30 years before it gave. And it gave when I stopped, when I stopped lifting so much. Because I was, you know, I retired from the injuries and feeling it. And I was like, well, I'm too big for anything but bodybuilding. I don't need to be walking around this big. So I dropped <laughs> 25 pounds. And I stopped working out and I was doing more golfing, but golfing is strenuous on the spine as well, mm. but I wasn't lifting as much. You know, if I could do it all over again, I would have never stopped lifting like that. I would have just changed the way I was lifting and changed my diet and leaned down instead of just letting the muscle go. Because I, I, I put on muscle easy and I was like, any lifting I do, the muscle's not going to leave. But I should have I should have took control over that. But yeah. yeah. It definitely, definitely helps with, with, with major illnesses and injuries if, you're, if your body is stronger and you deal with it better. You deal with injuries better when you're strong, when your body's strong. Yeah, I loved because in their study, they were talking about like one of the things they said is a recent analysis of more than 300 clinical trials discovered that for people recovering from a stroke, exercise was even more effective to helping them in their rehabilitation. And so a lot of times we have these illnesses that we don't even think have to do with any type of exercise or any of that. But I mean, with all the studies that they were showing, I mean, it helps with all of these things and especially your mental health. Like if you take all of these seven things that we talked about and it realize how much your mental health will be boosted because of all of these seven areas, it's kind of an amazing thing to be able to get to a better place in your mind as well. So even if you don't have the best mental health, I think getting on an exercise program and a nutritional program will boost your mental health. And that's huge for the way that our world is right now. Something I would do it when I was going through mine and I was depressed and didn't want to get up in the morning and, you know, really didn't want to wake up in the morning. I was like, okay, physically, I, I can't get myself out of this physically. So I had to start mentally. Yeah. And then the mental made me do something more physical. And then the physical started going back and making me feel better mentally. So yeah. it was just, it was a dance that I was going through. And I, 
and I, I, I remember it all. I remember not wanting to go in. I remember going, this is how people feel who don't exercise. This is horrible. I don't know how they do it. Yeah. I don't know how they do this. Like, I didn't understand because I didn't want to get up. I didn't want to do nothing. And yeah. now, so I made myself get up, just said, you got to get up. You know, no one's going to knock on that door and make you do this. You, you got to do it. So I drug myself to the gym, got into the pool because working out hurt, everything hurt. So I got in the water to take the, take the weight off of me. And as I started getting stronger in the water, I started feeling better. Right. Yeah. And then I started, okay, now, and I took it to the gym floor. And now, you know, so, Sometimes the mind got to start the process. Sometimes the body is going to make, but it all starts. I'm sorry, but it all starts with a decision. Yeah. If I, if I can say anything about fitness and being successful at it, it all starts with a decision to do it. You have to say, I don't do that. I'm so tired of hearing people act like they have to eat these foods. Oh, but you don't understand. No, I disagree. Stop telling people they don't understand you just because they disagree with you. No, I completely understand what you're talking about. Completely. I just disagree with how you how you want to handle it because the way you want to handle it is what everyone's doing and, and none of it ever works. Yeah. It doesn't work telling yourself you have to have ice cream. You don't have to have nothing. You don't have to. Come on. You got to. No, you don't. You want to have it. You want to have it. Sometimes you have to just jump in and start doing the thing so that it can create better habits so that you can have better health. And so that's something that I always tell people is like, if you're scared of doing something, if something doesn't seem familiar or you have bad habits, the only way to change that is to jump in and just start doing it and seeing what it does for you. You know, if you can't get yourself in the right mindset, just jump in and start doing something and see how that benefits you. But this has been a fun day. I loved it. This was some great this great topics for us to discuss. I mean, we kind of talked about the nutritional part of things a, lot, a couple weeks ago, but this was kind of fun to dive into the exercise benefits because I think people like make so many excuses not to be able to make time for that. And it's really like what we've been talking about just that, you don't need that much time. When I started working with that guy for my first contest, you know, the first thing he said to me, he goes, you work out too long. I'm going to shorten your workouts. The first thing he said to me, and I'm talking about winning. We're talking about me. Win, I won the, the Sacramento, the, the 98 Sacramento. We're talking about winning a bodybuilding show, a state level bodybuilding show. And he told me, you're working out too long. We're going to shorten your workout. So if you're a person just trying to stay in shape, what the heck do you, how long should you be working out? <laughs> Think about that. Yeah. Because he increased my intensity and shortened my workout. And I was like, dude, I got two kids at the house. Please shorten my workout. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people get in their heads too much about it and just think that it's going to be too much work. It's going to be too much effort. But really, when you just start making those new habits for yourself, you realize it's easier than you think. And it's really and all also, in your head. Stop looking at people around you who are unsuccessful in their journey. It's They're unsuccessful because they don't know what they're doing. That's the only reason they're unsuccessful. You, the 80% of people that go to the gym make no change, make no progress. 80%. It's wow. always been that way. Eight, yeah, 80%. So is that because gyms don't work? No, it's because most people that go in there don't know what they're doing. You probably, it's just what I've trained you. Don't you see people in the gym doing stuff wrong all the time now? Don't you like, oh God, that's wrong. <laughs> right? You start, all my clients start going, Adris, most people are doing stuff wrong. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but, and that's why they don't have success. It's because they actually don't know. That's why they're not having success. 
Because they're trying. They're really trying hard, but they don't know. Yeah. No, I love that. But this has been a fun Fitness Friday as usual. Thank you so much, Coach Idris. And you guys, if you guys want to figure out a plan or just want to talk to Idris and see what he does for everybody, reach out to him. Find him by his Facebook name. And I always post for his group and his name in the group also so that you guys can contact him. So make sure that you do if you want something for yourself, because this type of life changing moment for you can last the rest of your life. So thank you so much, Coach Idris. You got it. Okay, see ya. Okay, you guys, again, just know how much I love you guys. I want you guys to be able to have better mental health and better physical health. And I want to help you on your journey. And Coach Idris is here for any questions. I'm here for any questions. And again, you guys, I talked about this a couple weeks ago. We want to look for a few of you that want to come on with us and be on the show and be able to get some of your questions answered. So I've talked to a few of you, but if you are interested in coming on and having some questions answered, I would love to hear from you as well. So send me a message um, or even comment on this video and let me know that you're interested. Uh, We'd love to help you along your journey and I love you guys. Have an amazing weekend.